This first post reads, I don't know what this guy's problem was, but he ran a red light making a U-turn on Grant line, then gets out of his car with a shovel yelling at some dude in a minivan. Mm. That was a nosy neighbor's listener submission. Yes. <laughs> road rage. Huh? At its finest. At its finest. When you road rage will have you bringing out the most random weapons from your car. So you carry weapons in your car. No, that's what, that's why it's random. Oh, so like anything could be a weapon is got. what you're saying. Oh yeah, this guy doesn't carry a shovel for road rage purposes. He was, you know, burying a body from a previous murder. From a previous <laughs> murder. <laughs> or it could be a gardener. Yeah, you went immediately to mm-hmm. death when you could have gone to landscaping. <laughs> this is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chenna Duanaka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Next Door apps. But we don't just look there, do we, Chenna Oh, no, we don't. And I think it's more important to think about things we're willing to miss in order to find these posts. I'll miss all the sporting events. I miss weddings. I miss the birth of my doggie. Of your dog? Mm-hmm. I was busy searching for posts, you know? Your dedication is unparalleled, Chinadu. Oh, it's bar none. You better believe it. You better... <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. This podcast features our thoughts and opinions on interesting stories from the internet to your neighborhoods. All riffs are for comedic purposes only. Do not... Try this at home. We had to tell them. We had to tell them. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. What's your road rage go-to move to, like, get back at somebody on the freeway or on the street? To get back? I mm-hmm. mean, what what else do we have besides honking? There's a lot of options. You can honk. There's some people, they like to race for some reason. People are crazy, so I fall back. Yeah. I don't even honk anymore. Yeah. I curse them and wish evil things upon them in my oh, car. Oh, well, that's even worse. I know. Making voodoo dolls? <laughs> I didn't say that. That's what it's coming to. I'm sewing and sticking needles as I'm driving that's down the 405. Step. <laughs> I keep dolls in my glove compartment box <laughs> and I decapitate them. <laughs> See the big signs? No voodoo dolling <laughs> while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, having a weapon is very, that's a risky business. You could lose control of your weapon. And then now the enemy has the weapon. Has your you weapon. Brought. Has your shovel. Can you imagine being hit with your own shovel? Yeah, no, that's the risk you take, though. That's, so. that's the risk you take with a weapon. And the guy takes the shovel with him. He's like, and I'm keeping this. And I'm keeping this. Because <laughs> so, I got some begonias in my front yard that I've been wanting to dig up for a while. <laughs> you know, we got to find better ways. I think sports is a better way to deal with conflict. Oh, you mean take it to the court? Yeah, or you could just have a basketball court in your trunk. And so when somebody cuts you off, you just you pull up, you jump you, out, you set it up, you like play me one on one right now. Like a beach blanket, you just throw it out, mm-hmm. and there's an immediate court that's on the ground, Facts. and then you just take it. Play some football, something. I think it, that would be more beneficial. And we thought traffic was bad now. <laughs> just wait. Imagine <laughs> all the cars parked on the side of the just playing tennis. parked in the middle of the highway because everyone's on the side. Everyone's playing random sports. Just, well, How much longer? 
We're only in the second quarter. Best out of five, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's ping pong tables everywhere on a 405. Like, what? Who, who thought of this? <laughs> Oh, look at the time. It's time for our first segment. This is where Chinadu and I like to discuss what's going on in our own neighborhoods. That's right. Candace, what's been going on in your neighborhood? I heard it's been uh, a bit bit intense. You know, actually, intense is the opposite of what this post is. So this post reads, Is wearing bedroom slippers a thing for women now? I've seen robes, too. Did a TV show cause this? Fashion is not a victimless crime to those who have to witness it. Is this a man posting this? Of course. Now, is he talking at home or like in public? I read this and thought he was just talking about in general, like women just having slippers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's wrong with that? But I think he mistyped and was supposed to be talking about in public. Yeah, bedroom slippers and bedroom robes. But it's not just women doing that. Like in Crocs, we have a Crocs spokesperson here on the podcast today. Who's that? Is that me? Yes. I'm not a spokesperson. I would love to be. <laughs> if you play your cards right, if you buy seven more pair, <laughs> I do you'll be Crocs. well on your way. Crocs call me. So like, that's pretty much a slipper and people wear those all the time, especially men. But it has the hook on the back. So that changes everything? Oh yeah. No, it does not. You could run in Crocs. You can't run in slippers. You'll twist your ankle. You could run in Crocs. I can run in house shoes. No, I'm talking like run, you know? My bedroom slippers. Don't have wedges. Are, they're high tops. Okay, whatever. Sure I, they are, Candace. Just... <laughs> Mine are athletic bedroom slippers. Okay, fair enough. But the general public slippers? Okay. We know what he's talking about. He's Okay, but I will also say that I don't think it's just women doing that. Oh, no. Exactly. So I'm curious why he's calling out women for wearing slippers. He's probably one of them guys that don't even see men, you know? Is that a thing? Those exist. They only see women. So he has no male friends. They're like, how many guys was at the party last night? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. It was like 10, was- 15 girls, though. <laughs> it was like 15, 15, 15 girls. I don't know what everybody was wearing, too. Yeah, but how many guys? I don't know. The fuck? What is that called? Is that called titty vision? Titty vision. He just can't even see. I don't see anything with a scrotum. Yeah. It's like, what? How many guys? I don't know. Me and Chuck went. That was like a lot of girls, though. <laughs> All right. What's happening in your neighborhood? There was one post that caught my eye. It was a bit of a comment thing going back and forth. Mm-hmm. The post read, I got this puppy two weeks ago and I absolutely love her. She's adorable, but I can't keep her because of my tight schedule. I just don't have the time that she deserves. So I'm looking for someone that is loving and caring that has the time for her. She's a baby, only 10-month-old chihuahua. She got her first dose of vaccine. She has an appointment at Petco for a second dose. And somebody commented, did you find her a home yet? I would love to meet her. If she is still available, thank you. And someone below says, rescues will take and want their pups back. Do you know how to do a home check and ensure that pup gets fixed if it isn't already? And then the lady says, okay, cat, I guess the person who posted before, uh-huh. that was her name. She said, oh, oh, oh I can't cat. say her name oh. anyway. But she says, okay, I guess you need to run the show. And what happened, the person that posted second, 
she was replying to the actual post. To the actual post. But the lady in this doesn't understand how... How the internet works. Yeah, exactly. So, she, so this woman's over the age of 55. Right. She got so... She's like, okay, I guess you run the neighborhood app. <laughs> and then she was like, no. Uh, she apologized. She was like, oh, uh, no apology needed. My combo was not you. It just happened to be after yours. So well, they that cleared was a very nice. They cleared it a up. A nice way to clear that up. Because it could have went ugly. It could have definitely escalated. And then a part of me just imagines like how many comment sections have this lady's been in? Oh yeah, she just, just has causing, started arguments out of nowhere, causing accidental turmoil just because she has no idea what's going on. Yeah, she's just reading every comment after the next one. She thinks it's replying to the one before it, and taking it personally. Yeah, so <laughs> it just shows that in your neighborhood, having patience, you know. It's, it's essential. I'm working on that. It is. We skimmed over we the fact that this over. person got a puppy and was yeah. like, I don't have time for it. Like, mm-hmm. Only for 10 months, too. You didn't have time when you got the puppy. Yeah, but it's a chihuahua. That's why. What does that mean? Chihuahuas are uh, very annoying. They can be yappy. Oh, for sure. And you think they're cute and funny. I don't even think they're cute a lot of the times. Yeah, they, they, they have like an ugly cuteness to them. They do. But sometimes. it's fun. Yeah. And so you think they look great and they're very commercial. They've been in a lot of commercials. They had mm-hmm. a big career, you know. Mm-hmm. Chihuahuas had a big career. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and so you, you, know, you grow up watching them. You think you want one until you actually have one. Then you're like, and oh, my like, God, this is, shut the, up. this is the tits. Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people know the work that it takes It's to get a puppy. It's not the same as getting a full-grown. People yeah. don't understand. Mm-hmm. So they go in with the greatest of expectations. And then they're like, it's intense. I haven't slept in seven days. Oh, yeah. A, a dog with all the shots get picked up so fast, I yeah. would imagine. Yeah. Dogs, you know, it's hard not to pick them up. Just, hey, you don't want that? You want this dog? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cats is a whole other reason. I don't know how people want to Stop it. I'm just saying. He knows I'm a cat lady now. Yeah, you are. It fits. Because I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Neighborhood Watch, where we travel deeper into. Nope. I got a. I got, got one. one. What? What should we say? Submerge. I like that. Okay. I got a verb. Next up is neighborhood. We didn't say submerge before. I don't know. I'm pretty sure we definitely said. Submerge. <laughs> you leave all of this in. Eh? I think our listeners need to know the process and how difficult this is it's for us so to find difficult. a verb. Okay, we'll We've say submerge. We can scour. go scour. Have we scoured? Let's do scour. We could go back. We could say twice scour. We haven't said it more than once. That's fine. All right. Next up is Neighborhood Watch, where we scour the apps to find the best local stories. Now, Candace, how do we scour? Explain to the people. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. so ab- We're so abrasive and aggressive with the scour. Like a scouring pad. We oh, take yeah. like a Brillo pad. We just... Yeah, with our nails. Yes. Sandpaper. Yes. Getting those ridges. Mm-hmm. Shovels. Uh-huh. Shovels again. Yep. Yeah, picks. Picks. All the stuff. Anything that'll scratch like a cat. Saber-toothed tigers. We use their nails. We break into museums and we clip their nails off so we can find the best prehistoric best posts, posts possible. For you guys. That's right. These get dumber every time. <laughs> this first post reads... Maryland firefighters rescue a home intruder stuck in a chimney. The rescue happened at a home in Silver Spring after a resident heard rustling coming from outside at around 3.30 a.m. in the morning. Police were called but left after the responding officers found no signs of an attempted break-in. 
But an hour later, they heard moans coming from inside a wall and called the cops again. That's when they discovered that an unknown man was trapped inside the home's chimney. Photos posted online show firefighters working to rescue the suspect, and in one photo, his legs could be seen dangling through a hole firefighters made through the brick wall. The trapped man, who was not identified, suffered serious injuries and was rushed to a hospital. It was unclear whether he would face charges. Seems pretty clear to me that he would face charges. I mean, the only way he doesn't is if... He's Santa. He's Santa. It's the only man that has a free pass to just be Facts. sliding into your chimney. Mm-hmm. And he probably claims he's Santa. He doesn't look like Santa, but they ran DNA tests and they're just waiting for the results. Correct. And you know what? And I don't think this has been discussed before, but I feel like Santa... Santa's magical, right? So he could probably change his the way he looks. You know, depending upon, because I don't think it's just Christmas time that he works. I think he does things year round, but we just don't recognize him as Santa because he changes his appearance. If it wasn't Santa, let's go down this route. If it wasn't Santa. What is going on here? If it wasn't Santa, then Santa needs to sue this man because that's his move. How dare you? Facts. Jocking his style. How dare you? I hate that. There's easier ways to break in unless. What? There is something actually inside the chimney that only he knows is there and he was just trying to get that and go what could be like you think someone was hiding like some like a safe that has like a safe uh money or some mm-hmm. jewels or something a, a treasure map that is a great hiding place if it was a safe he probably would have brought a team unless his team was like this is oceans four yeah unless he got stuck and they just left <laughs> they're like yeah we gotta go ocean oceans point five <laughs> oceans point five <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I think it could have been a situation where he used to live there. Forgot that he had stuff in the chimney mm-hmm. and was like, I got to get a treasure map. I got to go back to the house. It's in the chimney. It's in the chimney. He's like, but you gained 90 pounds. He's like, oh, well, I got to try. Wait, I want to address that they heard moans coming from inside the wall. Mm. Moans. He was in pain. Or you think he got aroused? <laughs> Like, maybe this is what he's into. Maybe he's been watching some uh, chimney sweep porn, and now this is what he needs. He needs soot to get off. He's a chimney dumb, huh? (laughs) This next post reads, Walmart stolen. You heard me. Walmart stolen. This happened in South Dixie Highway in Miami, Florida. Now, on first glance, this may look like a spell check error. You know, like maybe he meant wallet stolen or walrus. But if it wasn't a typo, what, what's going on here? Walmart stolen. I mean, if we're looking at it as it's written, you I'm picturing somebody would have to try and hook a Walmart to some type of vehicle and drive away with it. It's a lot of hooks. But we know that is impossible. That is impossible. As of today, because a lot of things weren't possible 20 years ago. Who knows very what the future now. may hold? I think... This local Walmart closed Mm. due to everybody using Amazon Prime now. And this guy is just a poet. It's a metaphor. Yes. Walmart stolen. You're saying that this has layers to it? Yeah. He's just letting people know, you know, they're not alone. You know, you meet people at Walmart. You date at Walmart. What? I'm serious. Is that where you take your... No, because I live in L.A. But the Idaho's and the Fayetteville's, the Mobile, Alabama places. I've been to these places. It's a hot spot. Walmart is like it. If you have a Walmart, your town is coming up. (laughs) It's only a matter of time before you get, you know, Applebee's. Okay. I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. Walmart 
stolen. This is a very, I'm, this post is speaking to me. You think this was like a Langston Hughes type? Yes. Okay. This is a Langston Hughes before his time. He just haven't discovered his true calling yet. Okay. But this moved me. Let's make this into a haiku. Okay, I like that. Walmart stolen how? By bigger town down the street. Why my heart broken? I like that. That's not making it, but I like that. It's not making it? I don't think that makes the episode, but I like it. What do you mean it makes the episode? Only Chilelli decides. <laughs> but I like it. Chilelli can fix that. I liked it. I believe in... Give us some snaps. That's what I mean. Snaps in the background. That was a good way to end that post. I like that. This next post reads, Woman stuck at Blind Date's house after swift COVID lockdown in China. The woman whose post went viral on social media explained how she got stuck at his home during travels to Zhangzhou ahead of the Lunar New Year because, quote, I'm getting old now and my family introduced me to 10 matches. The fifth date wanted to show off his cooking skills and invited me over to his house for dinner. Unfortunately, during the meal, her date's community had gone into very sudden and swift quarantine due to a surge of COVID-19 cases, so she had to stay at his house for four days. When asked how the extended date turned out, she said, because we don't know each other very well, it was not so convenient for me to live at his home. I felt a bit embarrassed. And besides the fact that he's as mute as a wooden mannequin, Everything else about him is pretty good. She then added, despite his food being mediocre, he was still willing to cook, which I think is great. That sounds like a nightmare. For both people involved. We've all been on dates where you're like, this. I need this to end like, immediately. Where is the check? Immediately. This like We have backup torture. plans. We have our friends call us with an Facts. excuse to get out. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't imagine having to spend the night, not even just one night, but you have to stay there for four days. Just... Just give me COVID. Seriously. Just let me end it. Let's, let's end it now. And living with someone who doesn't talk much, that, that's not easy. That's the best part. Doesn't talk much? Perfect. That was why she was embarrassed. And she was like, he was a, a mute as a wooden mannequin. No, I know. But I'm like, that to me is a selling point. That's what I would rather like? that than some guy who talked too much. Yeah, well, you're a cat. We get it. You're a cat lady. Cat goes talk. Cat don't bark or nothing. <laughs> you come home. Cat don't move a muscle when you come home. It's just on the couch watching TV. Ah, looking at you. You're like, what's up? Just ignoring you. Where's my food at, though? But also, maybe he wasn't talking much because... He didn't like her. And there's a stranger in his home. He doesn't know you, lady. You could be crazy or a trained warrior put here by the government to spy on his work and bland recipes. How do you pass the time with a complete stranger for four days? Yeah, I'm sure they had sex. You th uh, it's four days. Yeah, I went on a date. Yeah, but you have to like the person, I guess. I guess not. That's just me. And he's like, no, you don't. You have to like a person to have sex with them? Yeah, I mean, it's only four days. Only four days? No, what I'm saying is it's only four days in terms of she didn't have enough time to really get to know all of him. Especially because he's not talking much. She had plenty of time. Four days. Four days. In lockdown. That's 12 days. Six months. And they had three meals. It's equivalent to six months. They had in three real time. meals per day. Notice she don't bring up cooking for him once. She's a sad there. It's his house. And just judged him like she was at some kind of eye He didn't cook. <laughs> He's like, this ain't Benny Hunters. <laughs> okay, get out of my house. I'm over here trying to help. You ain't even supposed to be here. Wow, that was, this has been fun, Candace. It's been outrageous. It's been a blast. Now, how can we make this blast last, huh? 
when were we doing this? Every single week? Yeah, I, that's the only way I think we can. That's the rumor. Outlast this blast. Yeah, how can the people get into it? How can they participate? You can participate by sending us your stories that you find on your neighborhood apps. You guys have been doing a great job, and An we just want to say job. thank you and keep it up. Yes. We love it. Gracias. We love it. To all our Spanish-speaking fans as well. I think the ones who don't speak Spanish also knew what that meant as well. We appreciate you guys. Go into our link. Click the link in, in our, our bio. Yeah, go to the link in our bio. <laughs> go to the link in our bio. Click go it. in that link. You know where yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, You know where it is. Click the link in our bio and submit those stories to us, and we will do our best to get them on the show. Only the best of the best will make it, so make sure you guys are, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Not all these stories don't make the cut. You got to just like us. All right. We put in this work. Mm-hmm. Don't just be sending us every just, willy-nilly. Yeah, just the first post you see. The good ones. The really good ones. Candace, where can they find you? Jokes by Candace. That's right. You can find me at Chinadu Unaka. How about you spell it, Candace? Please don't. All right. Put Chin, that on me. E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. All right, man. Chinadu, it is time for my favorite segment. Yes. One of my favorites, too. This is our phone a friend segment. Telefono an amigo. Yes. What he just said. For our new listeners, this is a segment where we have one of our hilarious comedian friends call in and share a neighborhood story with us that is silly, entertaining, could be dramatic. Sometimes we cry. And today, we have one of my favorite people in the whole entire world. This man, you could see his special concussed on YouTube. Put your virtual hands together for the hilarious Drew Lynch. What up, Drew? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I always thought in my head that we were friends, the three of us, but when you intro it like that and you confirm it, now you know. It makes me feel so good. Oh, yeah. In in my head, you're a family member. (laughs) That's what we do here at Nosy Neighbors, is we make people feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. That's that's the only goal. (laughs) I love this podcast idea that you guys have. Like, this is like such a cool thing, and it really makes me revisit shit that's like, uh, healthy and stuff that that's not, so that's good. <laughs> Aww. Right. right. <laughs> Aww. That's good. Well, this is a perfect place to, you know, work out your childhood. Your childhood traumas, yes. Very sensitive to stuff like that. <laughs> it's not that it's bad. It's just, you know, you take, you take the bad with the good when you revisit when you were younger, you know? Oh, well, yeah. It, it, it builds you up. It's good for your character. Look, we're all comedians. Yeah. We all know how we got here. Mm-hmm. Drew, what story do you have for us today? I was telling you guys that, like, I grew up in Indiana until I was, like, eight. Right after that, I moved to Vegas. Well, my family moved. It wasn't like I was like, I'm gone. Like, you know, it was. Packed his Pokemon and dipped. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm walking. When I lived in Indy, like, I loved my childhood because it was just so simple. And there was this girl... Katie and she was also like eight and she came to my she came to my birthday party and I remember I wrote like a note and left it under my uh, I, I had it like under my pillow and I drew like a picture of her and um, in the picture that I drew with Crayola I said Katie is sexy and oh. yeah my mom found oh, no. the note and I remember sitting like on my on my bed and she was talking to me and she was like so Katie is sexy, do you think? Do you is this a person that 
where did you learn this word? Is this a person that you want to have sex with when you're eight? Well, she, she's putting ideas in your head. I, <laughs> I, guess. I learned I it by watching you. I was just... Like, yeah. <laughs> I only knew what sexy was, but then she taught me, like, yeah, I was right. like, I didn't know what sexy was. Well, I didn't right. Know, right. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, you don't even know what sexy, like, you, you, as a kid, you, you don't know. Like, you just think, like, if there's a girl you like, you want to use the nth superlative to, like, describe it. You know right. what I mean? You want to just be like, oh, this is the the best. Yeah. I felt so guilty. <laughs> the best. The best. And that summer, like, it was almost immediately after um, we moved to uh, Vegas. And Vegas is way different than in Indiana. In Just a little bit. It's a lot sexier. Just a little bit. Not that different. <laughs> when we got there, like, you know, you when you're driving into Vegas, like, there's, like, billboards of, like, the most naked people. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it happened so soon after my mom found the picture that we went to Vegas. <laughs> you know, like, if your parents find you with a cigarette, you're supposed to smoke the whole pack in yes. front of them. Right. I thought this was, like, that version of that. <laughs> oh, we're going to move to sexy we town now. Are taking you to a brothel. I'll show you sexy. <laughs> oh, you like titties? Oh, we're going to go to the, the, the Mecca. We're making you a pimp. We're going to go where titties were founded. <laughs> I'll show you. I'm going to use so many titties you hate them. It's like a titty central. <laughs> that just, that evolved because when you're, like, when you're younger and you've seen, like, I mean, they're, like, you're walking on the street and there will be, like, these little like club promoters who they'll hand you like photos yes. of like naked, you know what I mean? Yes. So yeah, that's so weird too. When we would take field trips in, in school and stuff, it would always be to like the dolphin exhibit or like mm-hmm. there's like a you see a magic show like with, a, with whatever, but you have to like get past like you know clouds of smoke and naked like crack people and like you know that is you know what's funny dude not- that's so hilarious that like to get to like the wholesome family stuff Vegas has to offer <laughs> yeah. you, you do have to go through an obstacle go through course so much debauchery of smut <laughs> like you gotta like close your children's eyes you're jumping over strippers just 20 minutes of the worst things <laughs> people throwing up in a trash can <laughs> people crying in the parking lot because they lost their savings <laughs> It's like to get to your to get to your virginity, you have to have sex. That's what it feels right. like. Oh yes, that's brilliant. <laughs> so I remember the first time that I did have sex when I don't know I don't know how old I was, but I remember the first time I saw like the girl that was naked. You knew it was meaningful because there was nothing that she could show me like nudity wise where you're like, what you know like <laughs> you, that that was going to floor like su- even surprise me. You just yeah. grow up around nudity so much when yeah. you. Uh, we grew up in Vegas, but, mm-hmm. um, and I remember there was one Christmas where, um, we got robbed and, uh, it was, but like, not, not on Christmas, but just, just before Christmas, like when all the trees were like, when, excuse me, when all the presents are under the tree, mm-hmm. one of my neighbors, uh, she went through like a rehab program so many times because like, she would like steal money for like drugs. And like, she would start to like lose a lot of like her, uh, lose a lot of like the skin around her cheeks from, you know, I, I don't know if that's meth. I don't know much about like. That sounds like meth. Yeah. Yeah. She was the person who um, told us that she saw like sketchy activity from like our, um, <laughs> like from our, like our, you know, it's like, it's always the person. It's who, always like, the person that's reporting it. That yeah. no one's going to believe. Like, you guys be careful, yeah. man. I saw somebody <laughs> in your backyard the other day. Oh, really? Well, they're about five, six. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we, um, so like, 
that happened pretty early on in my childhood as well, where like one Christmas we woke up and like my parents were like, listen, we got we got you a bunch of stuff. But I guess like it was uh, stolen. Someone like broke the lock from the back door and everything. And so if you if you grew up in a place where that would happen and there was snow, you'd be like, that's OK. We could go outside and play in the snow. Yeah. But because it was Vegas, it was just like, OK, it's hot. And it's still hot. It's hot, and we ain't got no new PlayStation or nothing. <laughs> we don't have a yard, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I never pictured Christmas in Vegas. Oh yeah, they have it too. Yeah, it does. It just doesn't sound like a place Jesus would go. <laughs> it does sound like because <laughs> people gambling, trying to get the money for gifts. <laughs> Yeah. The dude said they have it too. Like it was like a football game that you have to like be in the area. <laughs> right. Like, do they get the game here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you guys celebrate Christmas like on the fifteenth the next year <laughs> to kind of <laughs> stay ahead of the robbers' plans? <laughs> stay ahead of it. Yeah. yeah. Shit under and this tree. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah, it was just like devastating. I, I I mean that part I mean that part I didn't even I didn't even think about, but like yeah, that part was just like so 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 upsetting. But but for the most part what I what I could remember is that all my friends all my friends were older, so they were the ones who taught me like what masturbation was or at least what they thought it was. Like in the shower is usually the best. Mm. Um, and then you want, you want I'm sorry Candace, but uh, uh well I don't know. It's just yeah, I don't know. It's um, this is so, fine. I'm an adult. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken has been there. I, I do that in the shower doing all the, shower the time. Too. The shower is tough. It's a lot of work. It, it's a lot. I feel like it's a lot of work, and that's what they said. They were like, "You got to like." You <laughs> that's to exactly talk. what they said. <laughs> that's what they that's, said. That's exercise. Hey, you ate the water bills. It's say <laughs> you know you don't want to build that kind of habit. Man. It's very expensive habit. But that's, but that's <laughs> the thing is in Vegas. In Vegas, there is a water like. So, like there is a water like shortage like they have like sprinklers like it is a lot like LA in that all like the masturbation. all the masturbation in the showers in the desert yeah so you can't <laughs> it's they, a lot like masturbating in LA. they have a, a a time limit for every household right. that you can masturbate in the shower the water police. Yeah. there's a water police in Vegas they will knock on your door hey come on man you gotta be quicker than that we know you was in there for 45 minutes come on get to it <laughs> Buy yourself some coconut oil and handle that in the bed. Stop talking to yourself. <laughs> Just get to it now. You know, if you're in the if you're in the bathroom and you're like, there's not the chance that like your parents are like, hey, you know. But it did get to be a bit unruly with, you know, with I think how many showers I was taking. Yeah, yeah, like man, Drew loves being clean. <laughs> this is his thirteenth shower today. This man is the cleanest boy on the block. <laughs> One thing about my son, he going to be clean. i tell you that. You can call my son whatever you want, but he clean, he clean. as a whistle. <laughs> the relationship that I had, like, I was, a, I was a fat kid, so, you know, the relationship I had with my friends was always like, you know, if you want to fit in, you have to do cool shit, and it's like, well, who's going to do it? And it's like, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be little Andrew. There was another Andrew on my block, and they called me, uh, little Andrew, even though I was fat and he was super skinny, but I guess I was little Andrew. As a, Drew gave us a lot of life lessons that are great. Yes, for for the kids to know, you know, have older, keep older friends. You'll learn a lot from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was thank you, Drew, for sharing. That was fantastic. But I wanted to ask you, or we wanted to ask you, 
We have another segment called What's for Sale, where we just riff about a, a listing of a property that's for sale. And we wanted to see if you had time to stick around and riff with us. Let's do it. Yay. All right, great. We'll be right back after the break. And we are back. Now, Candice, I'm very excited because this is one of our newer segments that we kind of bring in and out. We haven't been here in a while, so Mm -hmm. it's very fun to revisit. And this is. is the What's for Sale segment. And this is where we just talk about a property that's for sale, an unusual property that is for sale. Ridiculous post about a property that's for sale. Now, this post reads, London parking space is listed for $1 million. I need you to read that one more time. London parking space is listed for $1 million. I thought that's what you said. The private spot, which is actually a garage, is located in a building off Portman Square in Marleybone, not far from upscale Mayfair neighborhood in High Park. The 29.5-foot long garage is big enough to squeeze in two compact cars the size of a Volkswagen Golf or one large luxury vehicle like a Range Rover with room for a Fiat 500 micro compact. That said, it's listed as a double space by the Mainers Real Estate Agency and is only accepting offers over 750,000 pounds, which is over 1 million at today's exchange rate. So $1 million for a parking spot. I do it. Drew, how about you? You think that's uh, think that's legit? That's not unreasonable. <laughs> just be honest. Like, just say you can park one car there. Don't be like, you can get three golf carts <laughs> and, a, and a duffel bag in there. Yeah, a Range Rover and a BMX bike. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's like when you. It's like when a waiter's at a restaurant and the and the customer's like, you know, I look at your menu, but I'm just gonna tell you what you should make. Like, don't. I'm not gonna look at. Yeah. Like, write down the ingredients that I'm giving you right now, and then you do that. Um, <laughs> now I'm confused. Like, do you think this is for the year or one day? I think forever. It's forever. Okay. I think this. They're selling it kind of oh, like whoa. a house. Got you. I think. Oh, Still ridiculous. It's preposterous. A for, million forever is too much. Dollars. Yeah. If it's if I'm buying anything for a million dollars, I need to have it. It has to have some place for me to go to the bathroom, shower. I need a place to sleep. This has got a spot for a car, a car, and that's it. Yeah, you're actually looking at more because it, unless you, I mean, unless you're in the, that kind of bracket to be looking at it, then I assume you have like what, like a rose, or you have something nice. But you know, I mean, you're basically paying for. <laughs> the convenience of <laughs> of having a spot all the time. Yeah, yeah. Which living in LA, we all can relate to the to, to that comfort, knowing that you have a a spot reserved for you. I understand that. I can relate one hundred percent. I feel like it's also like when you go to London, like the cool thing to do is to hail a cab. It's a lot like New York. Yeah, but it's even more fun in London because like. They spend like years like studying all of the streets in London and you can just say the the address and they don't they don't GPS at all. They just drive you like exactly where like to where it is. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, you're going to probably take a car or a cab. So I, I you know, I don't I don't know. You got to be careful, though, because, you know, in a taxi, if they don't use the GPS oftentimes because they're trying to take you the long way. Oh, yeah. They're trying to to get that bill up. Yeah, one over on you. Yeah. Don't fall asleep in a taxi. 
in a city you've never been to. They gonna next you can wake up. That that be three hundred dollars. Three hundred. That was like what? that'll be one million dollars. <laughs> like I could have yeah. just bought that parking spot. <laughs> He's like, what? Bro, you know me. Like, my GPS is up regardless. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Like, right. yeah, when I get a tax, I put it in myself, too. I'm like, hold on now. They oh, say yeah. make a left there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a quicker ways through the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drew, I can't say that you haven't just gave us one of the best episodes we have because you have, man. The bar has been raised. The bar has been raised, Drew. No, it's just my indecision that got us here. It wasn't like <laughs> I That's came true. <laughs> you had a lot to unpack. <laughs> this felt like I had, like, two, like, therapists. We're there with you. It's not your fault. You're in Vegas. You know, all things considered, we, we would say you made it out pretty well. Candace, would you agree? I would agree 100 percent. That's right. You, you're I, strong. You can do a lot worse than Drew Lynch. All right. <laughs> Drew, where can they find you on social media? It's just the Drew Lynch. No, okay, the Drew Lynch. And that's L-Y-N-C-H. Yep. Cool. Yep. That's it. All right, buddy, man. We appreciate you. Make sure you drive safe. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Right, talk soon. Candace. Yes. How are you doing? I'm good. Doing pretty good. I'm doing great. You know why? I could take a wild guess. You're damn right you can. Because it's time for Won't You Be My Neighbors. I need all my nosy neighbors out there to snuggle up at your local uh, YMCA. Find that jacuzzi. Don't take your clothes off either. Go in full clothes just in case it gets a little cold. Take your shoes off, though, so your toes can feel the bubbles and get ready for Won't You Be My Neighbor. I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> this post reads, Woman goes into labor mid-flight and delivers her baby on a plane. Liliana Castaneda Aviela, who was not due until December 23rd, but ended up going into labor on a flight to Atlanta, according to news reports. She was heading back from visiting family in Mexico when she began having contractions, prompting a nurse on board to help. He was like, yeah, the baby girl is coming. It's on the way. And he was like, don't try to push, because if you push more, the baby will come out. So I held those contractions for like three hours and 30 minutes on the way here. Firefighters were called to the gate at the airport and rushed onto the plane as soon as they were able to do so. The airplane was coming in exceedingly fast, faster than normal, so we knew it was an emergency. We knew people were nervous. We knew what we were doing. We wanted to make her feel as comfortable as possible, just putting ourselves in her shoes. We knew that she was already very uncomfortable. The firefighter successfully helped her deliver the baby, named Analia Acevedo Castaneda. Yes, good job. Well, you know, you I, get to, I used to work at all Hispanic school. A lot of practice. <laughs> I'm fluent in all the Hispanic names. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. Not Spanish, just the names. <laughs> just the names. <laughs> I taught a class on Spanish names. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is a, a dope story where it took a team to bring a human into this world. It did. Now, oh, you... here we go. <laughs> let's, let's keep it positive, Candace. <laughs> Let me say this one thing, and then I'll go back to positive. <laughs> I just want to talk about the, uh, the nurses advice. This is the quote. He said, yeah, the baby girl is coming. It's on its way. And he was like, don't try to push because if you push more, the baby will come out. It's <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. Right. I, I've never had a baby before, but I can, I know that if I push, something's coming out. I've taken a shit before. I think the nurse was being a team player. 
I think she could have delivered that baby midair, but she didn't want that baby crying to wake up everybody. She was like, ma'am. Then that, if that is the case, that please, nurse is a hero. This is a 10-hour flight. Hold, Hold it. Hold that baby in. Or you're, we're going to wake up so many people. It is just not worth it. I don't know how many Kegels you've done before, but right. now is the time. Now is the time. To put them in, put those Kegels to work, mm-hmm. ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a great time, Candice. Would you say? I would say. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You look smarter right now. From, from this episode? From 30 I've, minutes ago. I have learned a few things. So I got to ask you. What did I learn? What did you learn? I have learned that if you're going to go on a blind date, you should uh, wait till a pandemic is fully over. That's right. Before you go to their house. You can go on the date, yes. but don't go to their house because you could get trapped there indefinitely. If you're going to risk it, make sure you have multiple pages of dialogue back and forth with this young gentleman or woman so you know you're in a safe situation someone that safe situation but mm-hmm. also someone that you you know that you can spend that amount of time with exactly someone that you a know a friend you basically s- you spend up all night talking to friend zone the person first facts and then go on a go on a date with them during a pandemic what did you learn that's firefighters are capable of delivering babies. Did you really not know this? I didn't know firefighters had that in their bag. I think it's one of those things where they're... I thought you had to go to medical school for it's, that. But I am mistaken. I think it's one of those things where it's not their specialty. Mm-hmm. So they cover it like, you know, in their training. Yeah. It's the last day of training. And they cover it in just like two hours. So they don't get the full the full extent of everything. But they're like, if this happens, they're like, it probably won't. But if it does, here's some basics that you need to know. This is a vagina. This is a baby. (laughs) These are your hands. What do you really have to do? You're not going to have to cut anybody open, right? You're just there to catch a baby. That's That's all you have to do. Anyone who's there to, you don't have tools to do that. So the only job you have is to be like, push, and cats. Yeah, and firefighters are used to catching. I could do that. Catching cats. What's the worst flight to have a baby on? Most likely, I mean, the obvious answer would be Spirit Airlines because they're going to charge you for that extra, extra passenger. baby. They're like, like, whoa, you, you didn't, you needed a seat you for that baby. Did not come on. <laughs> you only bought one with seat. This baby. That's the extra carry-ons. We get another ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I would say Frontier because those. Mm. I've never been on one of Frontier, they but I've heard together. To form a Voltron of terrible flights. <laughs> Overpriced. <laughs> Bad service. Bad food. <laughs> Charge for water. <laughs> we are Frontier Spirit. <laughs> Frontier Spirit. Well, Candace, where can they find you? You can find me at Jokes by Candace. You want to spell jokes? You spell it with a Z? Nope. Spell it the way God intended with an S. What about you? You find me at Chinaduanaka, C-H-I-N-E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. Also download my comedy album, Mostly Kidding. Besides that, we'll see you soon. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Chinaduanaka. And me, Candace Thompson. It's a Spotify original podcast. 
We executive produced the show. Thank you to our lead producer, Allison Johnson, and our producer, Kelly Cow. Matthew Chiletti edits the show. Cornelia Strybrick does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Dalbeck. And special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Courtney Gilbert. Make sure you follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify. Mm-hmm.